Welcome to the Horror Comics Podcast. My name is Chris. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode, I'm talking to Joey again. We're talking about the Hill House Comics, Joe Hill's imprint at DC Comics under Black Label now. We're talking about Lolo Woods number five and Basketful of Heads number seven, which is the final issue of Basketful of Heads. And it's been a it's been a cool kind of run going through these Hill House Comics books. Um, I've really enjoyed them. Uh, Black Label as a whole, I mean, there's been a, a couple of exceptions, but very few. Uh, I think it's 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 really good. Even like the stuff that like I was like. I'm tired of hearing this shit, this Harley Quinn, this Joker stuff. The stuff they've been pumping out with even that material that I'm like, I don't want any of that. And making myself read it is actually really good. It's like a different take on the characters, and it's just a cool, original sort of look at it. Um, they've done really well with that. So I have to give kudos to DC for sticking with that black label. And, you know pumping some money into it, pumping in some writers and artists, letting them do that. But uh, I'm excited to talk about these issues. Check out the show notes for social media contact. You can find me on Twitter at Horror Comics Pod. You can email at horrorcomicspodcast at gmail.com. I always say this, but I haven't really gotten very much. Um, If you want to write in your real life, horror stories, ghost stories, whatever it may be, you can remain anonymous, you could provide a name. It really doesn't matter to me. Just let me know so that I can respect that aspect of it. I would love to share it on the show. So if you want to share something like that on the show, send it my way. Again, horrorcomicspodcast at gmail.com and I will read it on the show. Um, If you have something you want to promote that you want me to just shout out, you want me to check it out, read it, Happy to do that. Just send it my way. Um, I'm happy to buy it and, and, and you know, support it. I don't want necessarily freebies. Uh, I will take review copies, but then also send me the link of where I can buy the thing because I want to buy it and support it, like I said. So, without further ado, um, actually, there, there actually is a little bit more of a do. Uh, the Nightmare Threads link in the show notes, I, I know that the shirt that I got is no longer on the website, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the coupon code works anymore. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't have any reason to think it doesn't. I just, I haven't heard anything from them or gotten any feedback or any sort of like analytics on people who have clicked the link. Maybe no one's actually gone through the link to buy a shirt. I, I don't know. Uh, either way, it's okay. But I'm just going to leave the links in the show notes for Nightmare Threads because they do have cool shirts. And I have a coupon code. Um, that's Horror Comics 5, I believe. Yeah, it's one word, Horror Comics 5. You get 5% or maybe it's not even 5. It's just Horror Comics, one word. You get 5% off of your order. Uh, there's also a link if you click that link. In the show notes, um, it will drive traffic uh, to them from this show specifically, and it shines a positive light on this show and shows them that, uh, you know, we're, we're helping them out, and they don't even know if it's still valid. So uh, let me know if you have any issues with that, because uh, who knows? But uh, I dig their shirts and whatnot, and so go check it out. Uh, this is probably not what they want to hear, but I'm just being honest with you. 
uh, go, yeah, go check that out. And then again, all of the contact notes are in, or all the contact information is in the show notes. So please, 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 by all means, uh, get in touch however you want to share whatever. I'm down to chat. I've got some announcements coming up here pretty soon uh, about some cool stuff that I want to do that involves the listeners and um, a way to sort of bring everyone together and share whatever content that you have. If you're a creator, if you are a collector, whatever it is, I kind of want to bring everyone together and then share it on this show, but also have a private platform for us all to kind of get together. We'll, we'll talk about that later down the road as I figure out how I want to execute that. But yeah, so without further ado, I'm talking to Joey about some Hill House comics. Oh man. All right. Let's, uh, let's give this another go. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I didn't uh, reread this <laughs> today. Me not just not because I didn't have the time. Cause I did have time earlier. I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> I just couldn't find a free minute to sit down and. Oh, really? That kid is getting more and more demanding by the day. So it's just been harder and harder to. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll inside baseball. This is round two of trying to record this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a, a few nights since uh, we, we did the first little section. So let's go to the back. Yeah, we've got the Lolo Woods issue five, Witch's Tale. Uh, it's Carmen Maria Muchado uh, as the writer. Danny, just Danny, as pencils and inks. Uh, Tamra Bon Villain. Bon- <laughs> I love <laughs> that like, name. Uh, it's so, so good. good. Uh, Tamra Villain on the color. Steve Wands on letters. Sam Wolf Connolly on the cover. Jenny Fryson on the variant cover. And uh, Mado Turturro on the, as the editor. And Mark Doyle is ex- ex- executive editor here. Um, yeah, they have an executive editor Fancy. with this one. I don't remember seeing that before, but hey, what do I, I know? know? So this issue i mean it kind of you you really get the story and uh just to sum it up just real quick and then we can dig in they basically get the history of this witch who doesn't seem to have aged except for her hands but it's also uh, the history it, the history of the witch is also the history of the town yep and it's the All history connected. of uh, forgetting the women forgetting and everything like that so what do we find out from this um this witch, uh, before the, uh, what was it? He- heaven, heaven on earth. Was that what the, yeah. The, um, place where the kids all meet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was before that it was an Institute called Sunblind Ridge. Um, it was a sanatorium. So it was for mostly women, uh, homosexuals, sometimes transsexuals, uh, people who had been, or people who had, Seen behind the curtain, people who found the curtain wanting. Um, the water was said to have properties, properties that aided their healing. On the day the foreman took me up the mountain, uh, that was where he brought me. Dude, okay. <laughs> I couldn't help but like wonder when this was written. Yeah. Because it it's so topical uh, to. Uh, a very recent real life situation, but um, I mean, basically, 
she's taken out there. Uh, this foreman, uh, you know, is led into what is it? The um, just kind of out into the woods. Is that where they? It's kind of like, yeah. So, but yeah. So she's telling the, she's telling the girls because the girls are at the house, and it was uh-huh. kind of like, you know the the cliffhanger of um, from the last one where she was like, you know, well, it wasn't. She left off the you know the a cliffhanger that the foreman brought her to the woods or something like that. And yeah. so now she's telling about you know the the sanatorium about this water. I want to know what this water is. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so he he would take he took her. And this foreman from this sanatorium took her and like got past the gates and everything. And it was like kind of off to the side. It was in the woods, mm-hmm. but it was kind of off to the side. I don't know. If maybe that's where the, maybe that's where the, uh, the pool house is right now or something. Cause that remember that kind of had something to do with yeah. this whole thing too, but it was kind of off, like off to the side of the building, but still in the woods. But, um, but the thing, like, where's this, like, cause this thing's on top of a hill. Like, is this water, where's this, like, this, this, not, the, the water's just naturally that way? I guess so, cause she's like, she, he took me to the front gate, bribed the watchman to let us inside. We went to a cistern concealed within the trees and afterward. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have her clearly, like, grieving. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's on a mountainside, regardless. This whole resort and slash sanatorium stuff, it's on a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, so I, she just says after uh, he afterward he dipped his hands into the water that flowed there, and you know tried to get her to drink, but she didn't. Uh, so she started screaming for help, and uh, so a patient there was a patient nearby that got uh, got a guard to come and you know get her uh, rescue her pretty much. Um, so um, I like so that. She's, when when she's crawling out of the woods though, or like you know screaming for help and everything, look at behind her with like a kind of like the uh, the circle that the yeah, like, like the a, briars and stuff are making. Yeah, it's like and a weird like before. tunnel in yeah. the yeah, it's a little strange kind of thing there. Um, so yeah, well he actually ended up because um, you know they you know found out that he was he was doing stuff to her and all that, and she wouldn't she wouldn't drink this water, which we eventually find out makes you forget. Um, so he's trying to make her, her forget that what he was going to do to her and all that. And she refused to. Um, and so, you know, the town, they arrested the foreman. He actually ended up hanging himself. He ended up killing himself, uh, to thwart the course of justice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was no, there was also doubt, suspicion. Um, so people asked if perhaps he had not hung himself at all. They wondered if he'd been killed to protect some secret. It was sent to the sanatorium just, I was sent to the sanatorium just for a few months, they said, to restore my health. So she actually, she was actually sent to that same sanatorium, which I mean, uh, being sent to the place of your trauma (laughs) might not be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But she meets this woman called uh, Circe, and she starts teaching, actually Circe's the one who found her, right? I believe I so. Yeah. Fa- yeah. yeah. So she's the one that fa- heard yeah. her screaming and f- actually found her. So she, they become friends and then sh- she finds out that she's a witch. So she starts teaching her witch- witchcraft. And even, and even though she knows that, um, this, this little girl, and we, I don't think we even learn her name. Um, but this little girl, she's going to stay a girl forever. Once you start doing these things, um, mm-hmm. you just stay the same age forever. So even though she knows she's going to be a little girl, she starts learning the little girl forever. She starts learning all these, the arcane arts. Um, yeah, all this different stuff, um, which I find it interesting that it's Cersei because it's that. I mean, that's I, I know this is a DC book, but it doesn't. None of these books really tie into DC lore, but that's a 
you know, Cersei is a witch within DC continuity. Yeah. Um, redheaded too. I mean, so I'm like, it's an interesting, it's a kind of a cool little uh, pull that they used there. That's not a direct, like, you know, it's not like Batman popped up or anything. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, they just kind of use this as like a, you know, nice little cameo, I guess. Well, cool. uh, let's see, Cersei, Greek mythology and Greek legend, a sorceress, the daughter of Helios, the sun god, and the ocean nymph, Percy. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, you get the sorceress thing going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the um, first lesson she learned about was the water um, and to never drink it because they would take this water and they would make, make the women in this place forget. It, like when you drink it, you just forget moments. And uh, it's really weird. That uh, let's see, we encouraged to, of course, uh, the doctors and nurses. It says, I bathed in it and wandered near. Is this her talking? Hold on. She taught. You're talking about the, uh, let's see, where? Uh, the first lesson was about the water. I was ne- I was told never to drink it. We were encouraged to. Oh, okay. So they were encouraged to drink the water by the doctors and nurses in attendance. I bathed in it and watered near it, but never let it pass my lips. We drank from her canteens only. Filled by the sympathetic nurse who brought us fresh ones daily. So there was a nurse that worked at this place that brought them like fresh water that wouldn't have this happen to them. You have some kind of a system at play here of, of people that know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. And then she taught me what she knew. So she taught her all these different witchcraft stuff and they started doing experiments with the water. Um, and so one time she actually gave her a water with some of the water without her knowing. Um, right. And well, actually she was, she was learning how to, um, make something that would, uh, to make people start remembering again. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so if somebody took the water, they would take something else and they would remember again. So they started doing experiments and she actually, she would actually sneak this little girl, um, the water. And so she'd forget something and then she would give her the, the potion to bring her memory back. And then she would suddenly remember something, you know, she wouldn't remember like writing down something. So she'd write something down on paper, have some of the water and wouldn't remember that that was her own thing that she wrote down until she took the potion and then remembered that was actually her writing, like something that she wrote. Um, so she, she actually, you know, was figuring out how to, uh, to bring memory back and all that. Um, and then eventually she's actually, actually gets to go back home. Um, it was that my dad Drake before passing into the next lives. Yeah. So she was actually able to go back home to her mother and, um, and then actually Cersei comes back too, right? Is where? Yeah. I'm let's see. To, I'm trying to figure out with some later with enough magical practice. Can you say Cersei, oh, so, uh, so actually, so even she even mentioned Cersei even mentions Greek, Greek mythology too. Um, cause they're asking, but, uh, he would give me a few drops. She said, yeah. So, but she was like, um, they were like, but how, how does this whole thing work? And she's like, who can say Cersei told me that it was the river leaf of Greek myth of Greek myth. Um, it was that the dead drank before passing into go, what would the dra- dead drink before passing into their next lives so that they may shed up the burden of memory. But how could such a place be here? Uh, she also said that she'd be looking for a way to counteract the water's effects, but hadn't had any success. So that's she, what we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, then she actually gets to be sent home and, uh, her mother pretty like, just like fretted over her and, um, and everything. And of course, and she wouldn't age. It, some time went by and she just didn't age. And then Cersei actually shows up at her house. Um, and she actually lives with her for a little while. And, um, 
Let's see. Nature of the water. Sorry, I should have read this <laughs> before. You know, yeah, but, yeah. I should have gone back through it too. But like, I was like, when I read it, you know, two. I think maybe three times by the time we were getting ready to record the first time. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, a, I mean, um, well, I did too. Yeah, but there's a lot going on here. There's a lot yeah. of words and a lot of stuff and a lot of like tiny little details and everything. The next one we will yeah. be just flying through. But <laughs> yeah. So this so. one is basically she she realizes that the nature of the water is pretty much an open secret. Mm-hmm. Um. Somebody had, you know, uh, let's see. She's like talking about how the foreman didn't know of it on his own. The guard who had let him in shouldn't have known it either. And then had their ways. <clears throat> so um, after a few years, Cersei, released from institution, came by. My mother realized that uh, it was she who resumed. Okay, so this is where she's, Cersei comes to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we move ahead to like her, the little girl's mother passes away. Um and Cersei starts basically calling her, you know, her aunt, aunt, whatever. Uh, down here we say aunt. Uh, we remove the U. Um, <clears throat> no, it's um, so she. They kept working on finding this cure for the water. Um, yeah, and they keep yeah. So they keep working. It's actually the mushrooms. It actually turns out to be the mushrooms that. Yeah. Uh, who found it? I think V found it. Right. That V found at in the abandoned um, heaven on earth a few issues ago so it's yeah, actually like these blue mushrooms that are actually like the cure for the water yeah and if you go back to where um she's crawling out where she's crawling for calling for help and that one that panel that you mentioned um mm-hmm. you actually see those mushrooms kind of oh, like do you? planted around the ground yeah you see a few of those uh they're not like stark blue oh, yeah they're, like, they're in there yep they are yep um yeah it's actually just like three of them but still a mm-hmm. uh, nice little easter egg so um well, she takes it, and then God. everything everything comes flooding back to her after she takes it. After she takes this, yeah. the, you know, the full potion and everything, and including that that wasn't the first time that the foreman took her there. It was many times. Yeah. It, yeah. it was it was a re- repeat thing that he kept doing. And this one time, she refused to drink the water. Um, and so, um, yeah, and then and then uh, they, you know, there's I think this is when they start even talking about how like all, just all the men were doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just this town is just a bunch of uh, like just full of these filthy, disgusting men taking yep. advantage of women just the the whole time, and they would just drop them off, and um, they, they would you know eventually they started getting sloppy and just yeah. leaving them you know they, they even said there was like the church parking lot was where most of them yeah. would end up. The, yeah, you know, were, especially the first time. Yeah, in the beginning, well, in the beginning is like they would take them back to their beds. And then it just got, like you see, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they got sloppy and just was like leave them in church parking lots and then behind a fence. And then it was just like, yeah, it just yeah. got insane. Um, and then she tried to fix it. She tried to like you know use a spell, and ended up just messing everything up. She done mm-hmm. fucked up. So wow. what she's trying to create basically, like a sinkhole, uh, or is that what she's what she's? Hold on. Okay. So what she's trying to make um, is like basically this spell. That she does. Mm-hmm. And any man whose hands had touched, um, I guess, the water. Um, it, if she had some. Yeah. Or... It, was supposed to cre- it was not supposed to create fire. It was to send the men, any man whose hands had touched that cipher beneath the earth. That's where. Okay. So she's trying to send them. Beneath oh, the yes. Earth. Uh, I imagine them writhing in those waters, drowning, and then coming back and then drowning again forever. Was that was in the, was the water in the mines? Is that where it's coming from? I guess that has to be what it was. I think it has to be because the men were gonna. I mean, the men would have been the miners. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't think but about I mean, that. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, if, if it's just like a falling into just, the mines. Yeah, yeah. If it's just a pond that's there, like I mean, this would have been happened throughout the heaven on earth thing too. Like it would mm-hmm. just be like like. I don't know, somebody from like out of this resort could just walk up and take a sip or something. And, you know, yeah, you know, like, it, I, so I'm like, why, where is this water coming from? I think it, it's probably from the mines. That's probably why the mines even exist. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I didn't really put that together. Um, that makes but sense. Yeah. If, if they've touched the cipher and all that. Yeah. So she tried to, to punish them and she actually ends up punching them and all the women too mm-hmm. that have, uh, that have actually had drank the water too. Um, I, and I'm not sure if she actually, does she actually turn them into deer and turn them well, into bunnies? So oh, real quick. So when she does this spell, it obviously goes wrong and she's like, yeah, they were, the men were gone, sent into the depths, but instead of their lungs swelling with water, I felt them fill with smoke and ash. I felt their skin pull away from their muscles and I felt the coal beneath the earth begin yeah, to smell. Everything, everything that happened, happened to them those. happened to her. So she felt all that. Yeah. Yeah. So we get, that's where we get our muscle uh <laughs> muscle men <laughs> our skinless men that yep. were crawling out of the holes well before uh, that actually before that they actually come for cersei it's because they you know she had her memories actually come back and all that and she screams and remember she like she blows out the window yep. and everything cersei's holding her and everything and so they learn about all this stuff about these men taking advantage of women and then somehow they find out that she's made this potion or whatever, or they found out what that, it doesn't really say why they come for her, but mm-hmm. they come for her and they actually end up killing her. Yeah. So they end up seriously. And that's when she takes revenge. That's when she creates this potion. Right. Yeah. She's got like, okay. and she's got like, and this is probably like, look at her hands and everything when she's got the bowl. And that's probably how her hands became like that. Cause she's like spreading it on her fingers and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's probably how she got the, those like gnarly hands and everything was probably right. from this potion that she made. So, um, so what happens with the women? She says, you know, um, she's like, I feel it's still magic and other things. Uh, metaphor. It's kind of sacrifice. Uh, what I do to others, I do to myself. Like you had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So she says, and the women, uh, I didn't know how to heal them. I didn't know what giving them back their memories would do to them. I worried it would destroy them. So I sent them away or I tried. Um, and they're like, what do you mean? She's like, it's beautiful here, isn't it? This town, this patch of wilderness, the, the trees, the, uh, wildlife, Ugh. the way the light catches against the mountains. And they're like, no, no, like, <laughs> the way it, a doe freezes in the shadows. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> She's like, I wanted that for them. What I made were monsters, half things, women who were also rabbits. Trees were also women, women who collapsed into sinkholes. One terrible, uh, one terrible one worse than that. Uh, the others, a deer, but not uh, more aware, always smoldering with rage. All of them trapped between one place and another. So was it just like like a combination of her like doing the spell, but also thinking about just the beauty of like the nature of where they lived? And the, it just it got all confused in her mind when she was doing the spell. Uh, that, that's the only Probably. thing I can kind of take from that was that was why that's like that's what she's describing is how beautiful it is and how, you know. Uh, animals are so happy and all that stuff. And it's just, so when she does this, it just, that's kind of, I don't know. And there's still another issue, at least one or two. I, I don't know, but um, I was just kind of like, well, I'm not real. I guess that's what that is trying to say is that like her thoughts and the spell kind of got mixed together in a weird way. I don't well, Cause I mean, she's in bed. She's looks like she's sleeping. 
Yeah. And, and she's saying, and the women, I didn't know how to heal them. I didn't know what that, what giving them back their memories would do to them. I worried it would destroy them. So I sent them away or tried. And it's almost like she cast a spell in her sleep or just, she was probably yeah. just, maybe just in so much pain from experiencing what she just did to the men. Um, and then yeah, she, like maybe she was dreaming about just like a peaceful, like a nature trail. And yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. Cast the spell in her sleep or something. And it, it, you know, the real life effects of that is actually this insanely like disturbing sort of traumatic thing. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, that's something that we might have to kind of dissect later too. So definitely, exp- uh, it definitely explains why the, the, the deer lady attacks the, uh, the skinless man though. <laughs> and they came that mm-hmm, they yeah. just came out and just slaughtered them. Yeah. You know, they're just getting I mean, revenge. <laughs> Uh, she's talking about, and the men always waiting, pulling themselves out of the burning depths where the seams are, uh, are the weakest to teach their sons about how to bend the world to their will. And in that way I've failed, which I wasn't sure about that either. Cause I didn't know what that meant because they can't really talk, you know? Yeah. Um, well, they go, shit, yes. Yeah. That's what we kept seeing. Go, snow, snow, snow. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I don't know how much they're going to teach to saying snow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they developed a sign language or something like that, you know? Yeah, maybe something. I don't know. Well, again, there's still another uh, issue, at least to mm-hmm. maybe see. I have a feeling it's just kind of be more of something that we kind of talk about and dissect and figure out. But who knows? Um, so she's like, thanks for telling us, Octavia. And then she like throws the. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Elle says thank you. And V gets pissed yeah. and smashes her, her cup. Or maybe the cat knocks it over, actually. Did she drop know, the cup? Because there's already a cup on the table. It looks like a cat, cats like to push things off tables. They do, especially in very serious moments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looked like to me the threw the cup on the ground and the cat was like hissing at her. And then she's like, why did you think you could decide their fates for them? Why didn't you just ask them what they wanted? Why didn't you give them a choice? Uh, of course, the you know, I, I guess the witch is what we'll call her because I don't, I don't remember yeah, if they said no name. name. Um, she's, she's crying because I mean she did. She's yeah. a, probably she's been sad about this. It's probably happened. It was a mistake. Yeah. She didn't mean yeah. to do it. A very traumatic sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Wait from the mushroom you showed me, Octavia. It's a sun cap. I'm sure of it." So she hands her this like sort of tincture uh, from yeah, made from the, the mushroom. The mushrooms that she gave her, yeah. So to, to get their memory back, and uh, I mean, man, do you really want to take it though? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of like, well, I think you no, know, we kind of know what happened at the theater that night, you know. Yeah. Well, then, um, so then they they go back to uh, to V's house, and and V's mother's, you know, just really concerned. Girls, where have you been? Oh my god, what happened and all that, and um, and you know, they're saying the you know, L's mother called. I heard about your dad because um, L's dad got impaled, and he's at the hospital. And he's yep. okay because they made that deal with the witch. Um, and, uh, they said, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. You're okay. And you're okay. We're all okay. <laughs> She's like, mom, embarrassing me. Um, and then, uh, and the, so she's like, you know, are you hungry? Give me a just pizza. No, we're fine. And then they, she tells him that they, um, oh, she sees that there's a message on the message mm-hmm. machine. She's like, did somebody call? And she's like, oh yeah, Jessica, she's going to heaven on earth with some boys. There's Jason, Sam, Brandon, and Josh. And they're like, oh, Josh, oh crap, we got to go. We got to get mm-hmm. out of here. And of course, the mom's concerned, like, you got to go now? Where are you going? So, they, you know, the the classic L and V style, they hop on the bike with, uh, you know, L driving and V on the back. And they head to um, they head to heaven on earth. And I love this part because it starts off with um, 
the, the whole thing starts off with sometimes you have to listen to someone else's story and mm-hmm. then it ends with them riding off the bike. And, uh, and they're like, like I said, sometimes you have to listen to somebody's story and it has them going into the woods in the dark with all these red eyes, like looking at them in the dark. And then you see uh-huh. the skinless men coming out of the woods and then it ends with a black frame and says, but sometimes you got to write your own fucking endings to be continued. I, I just hear the like, the movie trailer guy doing that, but sometimes <laughs> fucking endings. Like I just want that so bad. I guess I just did it, so I can just take that <laughs> clip, put it on my phone, and just listen to it from here and here. There you go. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, this issue was a little bit more of like a. I really enjoyed it, so I, I don't have anything really to, negative to say. It's more of just this is the issue that's like, okay. So this is what's going on, even though yeah. some of it is still kind of like, okay, so there's just a naturally occurring spring that has these properties in the water. Maybe it's something from being in the mines or, or something. I, I don't know. I'm still not necessarily clear, but something about, oh, the could be military the, starting movement, it sounds like, if I had could, to guess. Could be like the minerals that are in the mine. You know, that yeah. uh, when it's in the spring, that's in the mine kind of thing or something. I don't know. But yeah, it, know. it takes it takes. I, I really liked it. And I liked it because this whole series, I mean, it's been great, um, yeah. but everything seems so unrelated. You know, you right. had women that, you know, had sinkholes in them and then you had actual sinkholes. And then you had you guys, just these guys that are just have no skin down to the muscle, just crawling out of these sinkholes. You got the earth is on fire. Like uh-huh. they say, like if when it snows there, it melts immediately because the ground is so warm from the fires mm-hmm. in the mines. You got freaking deer women going around killing these skinless guys. You got bunnies haunting, like just just like <laughs> stalking people. Like everything just seems so unrelated, and this kind yeah. of just brings it together. Just, and I'm yep, like, oh, it's this it all up. Yeah, one little witch that just fucked everything up, trying yep. to save the people of this town. You know, mm-hmm. from these horrible, awful men that had this conspiracy going on against all the women you know it's freaking nuts yeah i mean the whole thing that's what yeah it's really cool it is it's the issue that explains everything and and makes everything kind of make sense together and now i'm assuming the next one's kind of like the victory lap uh so to speak Mm -hmm. to give i don't know kind of give that sort of revenge story and i guess find out what the hell happened uh, (laughs) while they were at the theater i have a feeling it ain't good uh, and it's going to drive them. I don't know. I, I can see it driving one of them or both crazy and they just go on a killing spree, but who knows? Oh, well, who- Elle's got that knife. Yeah, she does. She and also there's some crazy, like you just said, there's a deer woman and some crazy rabbits that probably ain't going to like, uh, take too kindly to, you know, I don't know. Oh, the rabbits maybe weren't there before, but maybe they will be there now to, uh, attack some, some boys who are up oh, to no yeah. good. Uh, who knows? I don't know. But we'll see, man. I uh, like a Monty Python with the rabbit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some who call me Tim. Uh, let's see. Let's find our... Uh, yeah, okay. Man, did, I'm looking forward to see how it ends. Cause I am, too, yeah. It's going to wrap up nicely, I think, in a, in a good trade. Uh, you know, good, like, one sitting... That's exactly what I'm saying, man. It's, I think, you know, each individual issue is okay, but when you put it all together, man, it's awesome. I think Mm -hmm. when it's all, all together in one sitting, it's going to be great. Yeah. Something about the, uh, 
the cliffhanger effect though, like a like a TV show, like a weekly show or something like that. That I kind of I do enjoy that aspect of it, where I'm like, ooh, what's gonna? And you know, you get to read it several times, and then we come and talk about it and rip it apart, and it's just it. I don't know, digging through it and dissecting the whole thing is fun along the way, but for you know, for a full story at the same time, I, yeah, I think that's gonna work really well. Too, but uh, I, I like the long term. <laughs> Personally. Feels like it's been going on forever, though. Yeah, it does. I, that one for for some reason seems like it's been going on longer than even the one that we're about to talk about, which is seven, not six issues. Yep. You know, we we we've, we're about to review. You know, two extra issues than the lot than the last one. Yeah, and that I, one actually, seems longer though. Yeah, and I remember when it was like Lolo Woods number three and i was like is it really only number three that's pretty yep. weird like i could have swore there was a few issues and but uh sure wasn't mm-hmm. um all right man well we've uh we've got the final issue of basket full of heads issue number seven it's written by joe hill illustrated by leo max color what is with these one name people um Colored by Dave Stewart, lettered by Darren Bennett, edited by Mark Doyle and Amadeo Totoro, covered by Rico uh, Marakami, very covered by Gabriel Rodriguez. So this is it, man. Um, all right. So we can we jump right into it. We've got a uh, second one to end. First one was the dollhouse and this is the second one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is the second uh, finale. And I forgot that one of the staples in this issue um like was like i guess broken so when i was like turned when i turned the page to like to went to the center page it was enough to like snap it and the whole staple came out so i've got one staple and i completely forgot i was like why is my book all uneven but listen buddy i don't want to hear any complaints from you about actually having a physical copy there (laughs) (laughs) damn the staples are just oh but the smell actually i know yeah i just (laughs) god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i just actually went up on uh and i um on uh midtown today and got all the stuff to catch up on the physical stuff i just need them it was like 50 bucks worth but worth it there you go um all right, so we jump right in, man. I mean, we get Alice. She's just, she's tied to the anchor. She's you know sinking down, down to the pits. Um, I do love this cover though. It's the um, oh, it's great. I guess it's the main cover where she's sinking and like the axe is like glowing. Is that the? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands reaching up. It's a great cover. Oh, uh, you start to see the these corpses, uh, hands sort of getting nearer, and then you get a double splash here of these corpses uh, that have also been sunk to the bottom. It's the four uh, inmates that yep. their necks are sliced. I mean, they seem pretty decomposed for a day, but it's also like, this is like the legit ocean. It's not just a lake. So, I mean, you're going to have fish just picking them apart. Yeah. That's what it looks like it's been going on. I mean, they're some of their, they're, all of their necks are slashed or throats are slashed, yeah. but like then from there, it seems like they've just been, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Shoot up pretty good. And so picked apart, but the, like, they have What's them it? all they're all like chained together yeah and uh, and then weighed down with an anchor so she falls right in the middle between all of them just mm-hmm. right in the middle and um and then she's she sees the axe on the ground because the axe went down with her and it just like lights up the tree mm-hmm. part of it just lights up so she's able to just like do like a like a tuck and roll off of them and get over to it and actually like cut herself 
cut her, use the axe to cut her open. You can see her face just getting redder and redder. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's just basically drowning, you know. Running out of air, yeah. Yeah, before she passes out. She's able to, I love how she just, like, goes, like a superhero. Like, just, like, almost like Superman breaking (laughs) free from, you know, just, oh, so good. Yeah. And then, but but she gets out of that water really slow. (laughs) It was one of the weird things is, like, you know, she you see that she's clearly, like, losing just, you know, she's uh, basically just, you know, about to lose consciousness and all that. And she, she's mm-hmm. able to break free. And then she just goes up like slowly out of the water instead of, you know, gasping for air and everything. <laughs> like yeah. the head just slowly comes up. I noticed that uh, I didn't notice this before, but right now I was looking at the, where she's actually busting out of the ropes. Um, they, for, they forgot to remove her thumb on her right hand. Oh so she's God, got her right. thumb. Those rat bastards. No, No, Um, exactly. Oh wait, this one didn't have an executive executive editor, right? Yeah. What? Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, to have that second guy come in and make sure everyone had their thumbs, and they fired him for this book. Um. So yeah, she's got the axe. She uh, cuts off the uh, their anchor, and uh, gets on gets aboard the the ship there. Um. So we've got the uh, sheriff. Uh, God, I feel like it's been forever now, so I'm not going to remember names, but it's the bad guy. Uh, he's what talking to Liam. Um, uh, and Liam's basically, you know, he's just pleading his case. He's like, I never did anything. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm innocent. Like, I don't know what that he's, that's his whole, you know, case for that. Cause they, everybody remembers who's listening. They, you know, were saying he had a wire and he was reporting to, uh, with the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, and, is they're looking for a tape that has police evidence yep. and stuff like that. And they're trying to, you know, and they think that's because of that girl that, uh, that jumped off the bridge and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so he's like, I did everything you ever asked. And the sheriff is like, yeah, I was wrong about you, son. Or Hank was add that to the long list of fuck ups uh, <laughs> for, the, for his son. Uh, he's like, you know, it's funny. I'd look at you sometimes this summer, Liam, and wish you were my kid instead of him. My boy's dead, and I kicked the weapon that killed him overboard. I might miss them both about equal. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, this guy's ruthless. Uh, Bobby, so Bobby's his wife, right? Uh huh. So Bobby yep. got actually bought him the axe, and something's going on with his wife too. I think she's crooked too. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But uh, the tree etched into it is a yagadrazel. Yagadrazel. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, I think it would be like. I can't remember. There's I. Don't know why this is pinging in my head, but there was some word that was spelled very similar to this that I remember learning in school. Uh, that was not this word, but it was the same type of thing. And it's like, like something in there is silent. I think it's just, I think like the G's might be silent. It's really weird. I could be wrong on that. Would be. But it's Anything like Idrazel. It's like a the G's are more of like a percussive, like Idrazel. I don't know. I could uh, be wrong on that. Idrasil. Maybe I think that's what my, Idris 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 like my, yeah. I think that's what it is. But the tree uh, it's the tree from which all life springs. Um so the story was that the axe bit into the wood of the Yadrazel when it was used to cut Odin down off it, and that it brings life, not death, which is what it does. <laughs> well, at least when you chop somebody's head off or you you know, you cut somebody up with it, yeah. and they don't die immediately. They might decompose and die after that. It turns like it looks like because the heads as they got older, they were looking pretty in like in bad shape um yeah. 
I'm sorry to lose you, Liam. I hope you believe that. But you and June will be together soon again. Maybe there's comfort in that. I guess Hank might disagree. And then they hit another boat because she got rid of the anchor. She chopped off the anchor. And then as he's down, she snuck up behind him and she just chops him diagonally in half. So he's got, he's mm-hmm. only got his right arm and he's just chopped right through the chest all the way through. And she keeps hacking at him. It's crazy. Yeah, say she talked it's about it crazy. a couple of times. Oh yeah. She goes right after him. I love it. And then, and with one, with one arm too, for most of them, um, cause she doesn't have a thumb and, mm-hmm. uh, or at least most of her thumb. It looks like she's got a little nubby, little stub there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she's just like, and not even just like laugh. She's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Maybe in a minute, my arms are tired. Oh, because he's saying, you know, you better hit me again. I'm not dead yet. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. Maybe in a minute, my arms are tired. Good, really good gore there. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just love how she's just so used to this by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. It's, it's only been <laughs> a few hours that she's just like, she's so used to just like killing people and not killing them <laughs> and having them be like, oh, my God, I'm not dead. And yeah. He's even saying like, no, this isn't right. I should be dead. And he's, she's like, I couldn't agree more. There's no justice here, is there? And um, and she starts talking about to to Liam and just like oh honey I'm so sorry I'm here my darling and all that and he's like I love you so much he's worried about her hand um, and she's like you lost a finger too we both lost fingers and uh, he said at least this isn't your ring finger he's like I don't know what you're talking about and he's like hey, well um, what he's got he actually took something from me and uh, it's in his pocket. Um, and so he has her go and get, go into the sheriff's pocket and his, uh, pocket in a shirt. And it's actually a wedding ring. He was actually going to propose to her. And so they thought like, you know, he was, he was hiding something from them. And what he was hiding yeah. from them was that, that yeah. was a secret. Like, he was keeping he, a secret. Yeah. And he digs yeah. in cause they're like, they think it's some kind of fucking tape. I don't understand what tape is, but what I'm really hiding is in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so then they crash again into a dock. And everything gets rattled and stuff. She actually falls on the sheriff. And he's like, hello, honey. That's some rock, huh? Why don't you ask Loverboy where he got it? And uh, he's like, shut up. Make him shut up, June. And then he actually, t- and so he keeps egging egging him on, the, the sheriff, as he's, you know, just like bleeding and everything. And he, he looks really creepy with that smile. Yeah, it um, almost makes me wonder if they, like, they, they can't feel pain. You know they, what I mean? Because they all just yeah. seem to, like, act normal like feel pain from the wound because like yep. there was a moment where she like was like grabbing the dude's nose and like their ear and something and they would be like they would be like showing like they could feel pain but then it's like other than that it seems like they're just disconnected from their body it's really yeah. strange but it seems like they're fine you know yeah um yeah I, I mean i agree especially with the way um the uh the drug dealer guy the orchard guy was acting yeah. at that point, you know, and he started yeah. cracking jokes and stuff like that. Uh huh. Um, but uh, so she's like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful!" As she was looking at it, and um, it looks expensive. And he's like, "Oh, you?" And th- it's the sheriff. He's like, "Oh, you bet it. Yeah, that's expensive. Let, let's mm-hmm. find out. <laughs> let's find out how he got it." And they start talking about Emily Dunn, who's the girl that mm-hmm. jumped off the bridge. Um, and then Liam's like, "Shut yeah. up, you son of a bitch!" Yep. And uh, she's like, uh. Um, she's saying, you know, it's not true. You didn't take money from that girl because they were talking about the, all that money. Yeah, and she, she says he let him take the sheriff. Let him keep two grand of the cash. Yeah, and it's like, oh god, and there, there it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, and he's like even trying to make the case. This is where you're like, oh okay, this is gonna go down down south really quick because like it didn't matter. She didn't have any family. No one was gonna miss it. 
She's like, he's like, Jesus, Jen, you didn't know her. Miscarrying was the best thing that could have happened to her, honest. Oof. She was awful, a fucking parasite. And I'm just like, dude, this guy is like, just, I mean, he's just one of them, basically, but clearly without necessarily being one of them. He was in the process of becoming one of them, like one of the process cops. Of, you know? Yeah, yep, yep. And he just uh, would have been, like, a, he would have become a, a crooked cop eventually. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was almost there. Um, He's like, she drank so much, the fetus must have been swimming in gin. This girl, I couldn't look at her without thinking of all the car accidents I cleaned up this summer. She was always an accident waiting to happen. Um, basically, it was just, you know, it was going to happen at one point. Um, but this is where the sheriff's like, but she didn't kill herself, did she, Liam? I was running. Yeah, I know. It's so creepy. She didn't kill herself, did she? Like, <laughs> yeah. Ty was running out when she jumped. The water was only 10 feet deep there. She was still alive when he got her. She was screaming. So, I mean, she must have just been like a jumbled mess, you know? Yeah. Like, just, ugh. Anyway. Broken like, No one could have saved her. Even if, even if I called for medical backup, they never would have. The money was just going down river, so I started grabbing it. Um, so, so no, now, now, was that whole part about the other crew there, about um, who, what was the first guy's name that she chopped off his head? Begins with a P. Puto? Yep. 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 So was he lying about there being another crew there? Because remember they uh, said they said that there was they, that the, there were inmates there that they were cleaning up the river and everything, and that uh, and that so they like the inmates witnessed it. It's gotta that has to be the case because obviously they got rid of these inmates and then what they were really looking for was this tape that they thought Liam had. So clearly that must have all been a lie. Gotcha. Or maybe the, the, the maybe the the ones who saw it were the ones they killed, although they were new. I don't know. I'll have to read it all again. Yeah, that's the thing. I do need to kind of go back and skim through the issues again and sort of piece some more details together. That was that. You're right. That's one of the probably one of the only questions I really had off the top of my head was kind of um, this. Not necessarily that in specifically, but like does the story piece together the way that we thought it did. Because it's been, mm -hmm. I feel like it's been so long now, but yeah. Um, so he, so Liam says, Noel Flanagan said it wasn't mine to take, but we cannot be Boy Scouts. I had a future to think about, and she didn't. Uh, she was no good. Uh, I did it for us. I hope you can understand that. And she holds up the axe, and she's like, I understand, Liam. And then um, the, so they, <laughs> they crash now onto the shore, like onto the rocks. Um, and I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh Liam's like, I'm so sorry. And she's, you know, she's cut his head off too. I know uh, the, the way it's done is so cool because yeah. all of a sudden his head's just gone. Yep. But like the but the thing is, is that she starts realizing as he's talking that he finished her off. Yeah. You know, he 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 finished her off, made sure yeah. she was dead, and she's just like, All right, well, you're dead too. Then just chopped off his head. And so good. Mm -hmm. I love it. He's like, I'm I'm so sorry with his head chopped off. She's like, I'm sorry too for Emily. Oh, it's Chief Clausen. That's it, yeah. Yeah, your son, your son told me you wanted a Viking funeral. You wanted to go to Valhalla on a burning boat. Is that right? And he's like, I've said something like that from time to time, Miss Branch. Why do you ask? And so she takes out this the like the, the lighter fluid and everything. He's like, knock yourself out. Also, still smiling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you might be right. Where they're just the, the <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and then uh, she just lights it on fire lights the boat on fire and then walks the little buggy. Mm -hmm. and, and then Liam is, uh, <clears throat> sorry, Liam is just like screaming for, her. um, uh, I guess <laughs> he's clearly terrified. Oh, yeah. 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 
But yeah, she gets back in, and and then the uh, the heads are just talking because <laughs> they hear her get back into the into the buggy. Mm-hmm. As she turns on the radio, pops in the cassette tape that's in there. Let's <laughs> play it. I don't know what song this is, but um, I don't know. But it's, I mean, but it's, it's it, But she's like, ah, oh, no, no, not the police, not the fucking police. Uh, yeah, but it's almost like she's like laughing because it's like, I mean, it's a police buggy, so it's like. How cheesy can you get? Um, and then she takes out the tape and you see police vital evidence. Um, Which is the tape yep. that they were looking for. So it turns out the tape that they saw was that that tape, police vital evidence. I don't I don't <laughs> think that's I don't think that's one of their albums, is it? I'd I'd have to look. I've never been a big police fan. No offense out there to anybody. Me neither. I assumed it was because there's like it's like that's the tape that's playing and there's like music notes and stuff. Um, uh, let's see, man. Uh, the police I'm up right now. No, I'm looking up the police in quotes and then vital evidence and nothing. It's all like actual, like police. Hmm. Southern justice. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, I don't know. Kind of well, funny though, like- because that, the, the whole, the, <laughs> when he was playing the police before, uh, that made me crack up because he's I watching them and it's like every breath you take and he's just standing there with a shotgun actually just watching them. I wonder why I'm just, this is driving me nuts now. Why? Let's see the police. I don't understand the, the vital evidence part. That's where I'm a little bit confused unless it's like a B side or something. But yeah, there's a, this is a alphabetical list of the songs by the police. It's not even a song. Much less an album, so it's not like it's a single. I don't know, man. Weird. I'm they, confused by this part. <laughs> did they only? They only had five albums. They seem like a band so. that would have a lot. But I mean, all no, I guess Sting kind of went off on his own pretty early. Yeah, he had and to do a uh, f- fucking Desert Rose. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you to live. God no. <laughs> yeah, their last yet. album was 1983. That's crazy. Jesus Christ! I was still in diapers. They had some okay songs. Um. But uh, they were one of those bands where the verses were always so much better than the chorus. That was pretty prevalent <laughs> in the 80s, though. Like, the, you know, yeah. it's, it's like by the time you get to the chorus, you're like, oh, man, I was having a better time with the lead up. But, uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's see. So whatever. I, I don't. I don't what did she say about Sting? She, she made fun of Sting at some point in this, too, saying that he's like, oh, she said, like, he's a he's. A rocker dressed up as some, like oh man, just basically oh calling them fakes. Oh, it was great. Although um, I will t- say this: Quadrophenia, the Who, Quadrophenia. He was in that, and that was great. Okay. If all oh, if you've never listened to or even seen the movie, Mm-mm. um, it's one of their rock operas, Quadrophenia. Okay. It's, that's where that's what uh, "Love Rain Over Me" is on. That's what okay. that comes out of. It's just one of the best albums. Okay, it's great. I'll check that out. I've I've Definitely. I've seen um. And listen to Tommy, of course, mm-hmm. um, but not that I feel one. Tommy, Tommy's great, but I really feel that Quadrophenia is is better. Um, okay, I mean, you know, t- Tommy. That's like I said, it's like a legendary. It's awesome, but I think Quadrophenia had more artisticness going on to it. I guess I don't know the exact word to okay. use, but it was it was awesome. Very good, very good. One of my favorite mm-hmm. albums of all time. Mm. Um, so definitely check that out. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, All right, let's, so let's you now, here. We well, yeah, so now we're on the bridge. Down. Yeah, 
back on the bridge from the first page. Yep. It's raining out and she's going up to the bridge and she's <laughs> like, she's singing the song. Junie Branch took an axe, gave old Puzo 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her boyfriend 41. She's crazy. Listen, do your hear singing? For Christ's sake, stop slobbering on me, Hank. Oh, wait, no, that's not part of the song. Ha! <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> that sounds like it could be, though. She's crazy. Listen, do you hear her singing? Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't realize that it, it was switched to that was that was the heads talking now. <laughs> it's the heads talking, yeah. They're singing, too, no. But uh, like, for Christ's sake, stop slobbering on me, Hank. You're getting spit. What did I tell you? And then so, so then, you know, she's going on to the, on to the, um, to the bridge and you see the truck pulling up and then you see like, basically, you know, it's the same scene from the first page. You get the gun slinged on the back and everything. I thought it was the sheriff, that this mm-hmm. was like the final showdown and all that. Um, and you find out it's this woman and we've never, I don't think we've seen her. I don't um, think so either. Miss, Mrs. Thurston. Maybe we have, and I just forgot, but yeah, she Mrs. seems Thurston. like she's just like, she's the, um, what is she, uh, She's like the the maid the for the oh, Is it the maid? But she's like, it's awful goddamn early to be in this weather. What you got there in that basket? And she's like, nothing. You work for the Clausen family, don't you? Not anymore. Last evening was my final day. Not that not that Roberta Clausen knows that. You're June, Liam's girl. And she's like, I'm not anybody's girl right now. Um, and so the, you know, they get to talking and you know, she she wants to give her a ride. So she just dumps the uh well, she notices that her thumb has gone. <laughs> so she's like, we got to get mm-hmm. you to the hospital. So she's like, all right. So she takes the, just the basket and the axe and just tosses them over the bridge. And it's kind of cool, too, where you see them just like scared that they're just going down into the water and everything. And there goes the you axe. Kind of get, get the idea <laughs> that she, that she knows she under because I feel like she if she worked for them at their house, she would know the axe was gone. And kind of have a pretty good idea of what's been going on. Because, like, why else would she say, why don't you dump whatever it is in that basket and get on in here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why dump would she it to dump that, her belongings? Yeah. I feel like she knows clearly, like, what hmm. had, what's going on here. Because, you know, she's getting out of town, too. Um, and she said, Roberta. She didn't say, you know, Chief Clausen. She said Roberta. So, yeah. and Roberta is still alive, as far as we know. Yes. Um so I feel like this, this, uh, uh, what, what do you say her name was again? Miss Thurston. Uh, Thurston. Yeah. Yeah. But she oh, knows wait, what's up. So. Yeah. Well, she doesn't realize the thumb's gone yet, but she said, you need to, you look like you could use some hot soup. And then when she gets into the truck, she realizes that the thumb is yeah. gone. So she does like a Yui. She's like, all right, you know what? I was going this way, but now we're going that way to, to the hospital. And she's like, what, what happened? She's like, I was in a fight. And she's like, you were assaulted. Well, I know who to talk about that, about that. She's like, no, we can't go to chief Clausen. she's like, I'm not talking about the chief. He isn't going to be a chief for much longer. If you'd really like to know. And she's thinking, Oh, I know that mm-hmm. um, she doesn't actually think that, but she, that's what she's thinking. And uh, I'm talking about federal men. And then we find out that she was actually the spy. It mm-hmm. wasn't Liam and that she actually, and she actually, she actually hired. Um, what was her name? What was the name of the girl? Emily. She actually hired Emily to actually um, to go there and actually spy on them, right? Is that what it was? Uh, let's see. Where does it get to that part? Um, well, I know that she brought. She tried to bring in Emily. Uh, yeah, I told you about uh, the one who leaped off the bridge. A poor, broken child from a church group. A girl trying Hold to. Hold on, get man! You're breaking up. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
Right. Okay, okay. Good. All right. Yep. You're back. Yep. So, so basically, so Emily was in her church group and she was just obviously a struggling uh, with, with a lot of different things. And so basically they hire her, but then they just treat her like shit. Um, and so, you know, that, that kind of led to, um, I guess her trying to kill herself. Yeah. So, now, uh, there's but, did, so did she, did she actually get pregnant or is that just a big lie? Um, that they made up because I don't know. Hire. So she hired him to be there. The one who leaped off the bridge, a poor broken child from a church group, a girl trying to get clean and find her way. That family gave more respect to their to their doormat. At least they didn't throw the doormat away when they were done wiping their feet on it. They destroyed her. Yeah. And then Bobby Clausen, that entitled biatch. Thought she could buy her off. Just like she bought stolen historical artifacts for her husband. All that Viking crap. Emily Dunn couldn't uh, couldn't live with herself, and after she was dead, I couldn't live with myself either. Not unless I did something. So, oh, okay. So that's when. Okay, so she actually helped her. So she was actually a maid. She so she was like a legit maid. I thought at first that she was like she became their maid to spy on them. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, that's not the case. That she, you know, she saw this happen, and that's when she decided to go to the cops. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and so she, all summer, she's just been giving information to the cops, to the feds. And then so I told um, Mr. Government man about it. I love that. And then so she is actually uh, Ellie, because um, that's what she likes to be called at, at her church. Everybody at her church calls her, her name is Gabriella. Only the Costins ever called me Gabby, a name I admit I never I never can uh, cotton to. I've never heard that phrase. Cotton to? Mm-hmm. Is that an actual like phrase? I don't know. Not not around these parts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that <laughs> in my church. I don't know. Yeah, this. I mean, this is in Maine, so we're talking you know, way up there in my church group. They call me Ellie, and she's just like and um and June, just like Ellie, L L E instead of what was uh, Liam's last name. But they they, they oh, thought the, the sheriff's son oh. thought L E was Liam's initials. Cause that's what it was. It was yeah. like Ellis, right? Liam Ellis. Um, Maybe so. That sounds right. Yeah. So that's what he thought when he heard the feds talking about their, their man on the inside, Ellie, it was actually Ellie, the name mm-hmm. L E. And so she's just looking out the window. Mrs. Mrs. Thurston, the sun is coming up and she's like, yes, darling. Sooner or later, it always does. And as they're driving off the Island, the, the feds are driving on. They got the sirens going and everything, and they're going to get Lawson, <laughs> who's dead. And yeah, who uh, they'll not find. Yeah, they'll not find. They'll find the wife, though. Yeah. Um, and I love the final page where it's got all of them in the bottom of the water and uh, the end, and the, you know all the baskets are on the head, and Liam's on the outside. And, and Clawson, though, like he's like totally just you know a skeleton and everything. Yeah, he's already super decomposed. That's why I was yeah. a little confused yeah, about because I'm like, wait, what? Get some beer cans in there and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, awesome. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, man. I thought it was a really great way to to wrap it up, man. Uh, yeah, very satisfying ending and a happy ending. Uh, I mean, yeah. bittersweet uh, for uh, for Alice, but still, you know, it ends on a positive note, and then you get that, you know, I, I do like the the splash with the basket because there's always the one hand that's given like the peace sign um, oh yeah yep 
and uh yeah so or no, also... they, they're counting they that's the issue oh issue that's seven. right yeah yeah, yeah. they're counting seven, yeah. one hand doing five yeah. that's right yeah so seven so that yeah that either way that's still awesome <laughs> oh, i gotta oh, i yeah. have to i have to go back now and i have to read it again because i need to yeah. see uh mrs thurston like, yeah because i'm like it's like man it's almost like one of those things where you know they get this mystery and stuff but there's not it's just telling you <laughs> it's not you know like yeah it, it's not creating a real mystery um, and all of a sudden there's this other character, Oh, it was me all along, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> you haven't even right. been introduced. So I think you're probably going to see her in the background a lot is when yeah, they're talking about, um, Emily in the yeah. flashbacks with Emily. Yeah, I think so. And I think, uh, once you're getting maybe with that, but also just in the earlier issues, when you were actually going to their house, like the Clausen's like mansion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah maybe uh so uh yeah i mean it was just in because like i was like okay that's out of nowhere but whatever they gave you enough like 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 of a flashback and you see her but um and uh but you know in real time i don't remember kind of yeah what you're saying <laughs> where where did, did you really pop it's up? like oh oh so you were the whole time who are you again yeah <laughs> trust me i i was there don't go back just trust <laughs> me i was there I'm just, I'm just uh, flipping through some of the art here and it's so good. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love the man. style. I love the style. So, oh man. When she's hacking him up, when she's hacking the sheriff up, that is great. <laughs> just the colors, just the red and the black and the yellow. Yeah. I, I love the art. Oh, I mean, it's like, I would love to see if they continue, which I don't know. DC's canceling a bunch of stuff, man. They're like not even letting it all kind of go to print. Like they're just I kind know. of like writing some, some issues end. Like the last couple of issues being digital only is just kind of like not even giving them a chance, but yeah. um, not necessarily for this line, um, but for some of their mainline books, it's just like, kind of well, strange. So, Supergirl, I was collecting Supergirl for my daughter, really, and you know, just for her to have, and like I can't even finish it out for her. Just yeah. being can't. It's 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 not being the final few issues are going to be digital only, so I can't well, even get like the whole collection for her. I would assume it would be a, a, a trade at some point though, right? I would hope so. And like maybe they would be printed in trade only, but it's kind of like, but if you bought the other three issues, it's kind of like, so really I'm going to pay this much for three issues I already have and three I don't. This is kind of like, that just seems like it's kind of a rip off, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's not happening to these books as far as we know. So um, I'm more just hoping like, are they going to continue or does Joe Hill you want to, or are these just the stories he wanted to do? Cause I'd love to see sort of a, a part two of this Sill house comics. And yeah. the art reminded me of Robert hack who did the chilling adventures of Sabrina, um, uh, comic or graphic novel. It's like a graphic, it's not a finished story. It's like a graphic novel and then like two or three issues and then like an annual. Yep. I think um, so it's it's still kind of like was never really finished because then I think he moved on the, the, him oh, and whoever I can't remember the guy's name or I say this guy I don't know uh, the other creator um, writer they went on to do the TV show for Netflix so the comic kind of went by the wayside and then they rebooted it under a whole different creative team uh, for Archie comics so either way that that trade is really good I, I really really like it a lot. Um, the art style is fantastic. So I would love to see Robert Hack on one of these books because some of the art in this reminded me of him. It kind of has an old school feel to it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it alas. It fits with the times that it's set in. Yeah, for sure. It kind of has that 80s vibe to it and everything. Yeah. 
But this yeah, is yeah, I love it, man. I mean, we're 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 knocking them down, dude. We're getting to the end of some of these, and dude, we're uh, not even gonna talk again for like another month. Yeah, when does the next issue come out? Okay, so there's none this week. There's none next week, and then on uh, let's see, June 16th, it's Daphne Bird. Absolutely. Oh, that. Um, and then on the let's see the uh, the 23rd is when Plunge Number Four in Lolo Woods, the final issue, comes out. Okay. So it will be tentatively this month, but possibly, but possibly, well, by the time we recorded, it it might be early July. Who knows what scheduling or whatnot, but. And um, then you see it really winding down because now we have three that are gone and then there's not another one until, Jesus. Probably late July for Plunge 5. Plunge 5. Yep. And then, man. Is it really? Wow. Yep. So getting to the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, we'll have to figure out something. But, I mean, horror comics, they're starting to really like pump some of those out. So, well, if, um, you know, if, if lock and key wasn't so into like freaking like three huge ass <laughs> volumes now doing that. Would yeah. Be cool, Cause it's still Joe Hill. But I think that would be like freaking investing like a lot of money. Well, I picked up one. I picked up one. Let me figure out what it is. Cause I had, I, I picked it up just off the shelf. Don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's called, um, it's just called a hotel and it's from a, a publisher I'd never heard of called AWA upshot. Hmm. And I have not read the issue yet, but it's a horror comic. Um, it's a, uh, it's a four part mini series. Um, and, uh, look it up. It's, it's, let's see if it's actually, that's the thing is there's not a, yeah, it's hotel with two L's at the end. Really? Uh, okay. So Dude, the yeah, AWA stands for artists, writers, and artisans incorporated. And then upshot, I guess is the label. I really couldn't figure out what the name of the freaking thing is, but, uh, yeah, hotel with two L's. Uh, look it up and see what, if you can find it online. I'll try to. I might try to read it tonight. I got a bunch of editing to do for DC Comics Squadcast, but um, if I get to it, I'll let you know what I think and see if it's something maybe we could jump on. But um, that'd be cool. Yeah, Lock and Key's up to volume six. I, yeah, see, I don't have the time yeah. to catch no. up on that. No. Uh, oh, did you but, have uh, any? Did you have the chance to read any of those other ones that you got from? Um, what was it? Something Point. Um, I know what you're talking about, like the dark and uh, dark and the rot. The rot. I have not read them yet. I've got the dark was the one. Again, I bought them on Comicsology, which means they're like out of sight, out of mind. And then every now and then I go in and they're like, "Oh yeah, the dark." And it's like at a time where I'm like, "Okay, I can't, I can't read this right now. I don't have time." To like, <laughs> the, like the rot is perfect for times like that because it's it's just short stories. That's awesome. It's yeah, just they're both these- right here. I just. Yeah, they're um, they're just short stories, and they're great. The art is awesome. Um, just and they're just like just simple horror stories from people lost in the woods and stuff like that. That's you cool. know, See, that's what I love. Just a yeah. good quick horror story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one's great. And the rot, like in the middle of it, it was like, oh, okay. Like that first issue was freaking great. The yeah. you know the first part of it was freaking awesome. I loved it, which was what got me to buy the you know the whole volume and then put them in all i'm like okay whatever and then at the end i'm like are you kidding me you leave me off with this now like at the end you're just like oh my god oh my god come on <laughs> i need the second volume now that's awesome 
Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Of course, as always, and doing this. Uh, give give your your credentials so folks can come find you. All right. So uh, you can see me on Twitter at Joey Casco. That is J O E Y C A S C O. I also have a wine blog. It is the Wine Stalker, um, and stalking stalker as an S T A L K E R. And then I do some reviews for uh, Weird Science, dccomics.com. Um, I don't do a lot of them, really, comparatively to uh, to Jim and Eric. I mean, they're 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 the big guys over there. But you know, I do a few of them here and there, especially the the Hill Hulk's comics ones. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll keep, let's keep our eye out for a new series to to jump on. I'd like to jump on a guy I was talking about with Hotel. Something new, kind of upcoming, something that a, a number one is coming out or maybe just came out. We can keep our eyes peeled for those and maybe some of the ones we talked about. Who knows? But we'll, we'll figure it out. And uh, once Hill House is over this summer, um, we can, you know, jump back on it. But uh, yeah, it's been a blast, dude. So uh, take care. Yeah, you too. Oh, dude, we got to do Sea Dogs too, right? Oh yeah, I need to go back and I guess read those. <laughs> it shouldn't take long. It's two pages per issue. Two pages per issue, but and it's like probably gonna equal the same as like you know a series you know, or something like that, just because it's a it's a lot of books. Yeah, I'm wondering. I wonder if they they release Sea Dogs later down the line as like you know just one one single comic book. Mm-hmm. But the pages in was it ba- a basket full of heads? I was like, and I don't know what order to even read them in now. Oh, good. They it's say just, it. They say it on the cover, but it's these just, are like, it's like chapter 23. Uh, and then it's like 25, but I don't have, I don't have Daphne Byrne. So those, I'm missing, uh, you know, five or six, however many issues that's going to be of the story. So I don't know. You're only missing two pages <laughs> though. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, uh, yeah. I guess two times how many issues? Six, uh, you know, uh, you're missing about half the comic, <laughs> but, um, yeah. actually that would be a long book. Yeah, two pages. All these, oh, yeah, that's a decent sized book. Yeah, regular trade there. But anyway, all right, man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Craig to uh, to shut us down. Do your Bye, thing, Craig. Craig. Bye, Craig. <laughs>